Whoa! <laughs> and we're live. Welcome to another edition of the Star Wars. Gotta take AJ's place. Well, yeah, it's not Star Wars. Just scream as soon as we start. It's the Star Wars Replay Podcast, a special edition here. Um, with me, my brother Mike. I know it's been a while. It has. Hello. It's finally winter time, and it's time for us to hibernate. Uh, yeah, more or less, or so you say. Um, this was all in a self-imposed embargo, because, uh, as you say, you wanted to have a Chicago summer. Is that what you said? <laughs> um, I, I am AJ a very active that. person, and warm weather in Chicago is very hard to come by for a very long time. Therefore, I did not want to be locked inside doing a podcast for hours on end every Sunday that's commitment um, spelled C-O-M-M-I-T. So I apologize. I have a life. Anyway, please also, send us an email. how much are you paying me for this? <laughs> <laughs> please send us an email at StarWarsRewatchPodcast at gmail.com. Tweet at us at SWRewatchPod on Twitter or X, whatever it's called. We'll have a link to the Discord server as well, as well as where you can find us on iTunes. Um, uh, not iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Every podcast app you could think of, no longer Google Podcasts anymore, unfortunately. But if there's a podcast out there, if there's a podcast application out there that you like to use, chances are you could find the podcast on it. So uh, give it a go. But anyway, and shoot us an email. Tell us what you think. We did get one email, but I'm pretty sure it was from a bot saying, like, would you like to buy something? Oh, my know. God. Not this again. You've but talked I, about this, like, since the first episode. No. Um, okay. But anyway, um, this is a special edition. You want to tell us why, Mike? <laughs> yeah. So this one's a special edition because we're going to be talking about Jedi Survivor. Um, <laughs> Fuck yeah, doggy. Yeah. We're we're hanging out with our three favorite uh folks in the game um cal kestis mm-hmm. seer actually four i forgot about marin for a second i didn't forget about marin yeah i know i bet you didn't uh, <laughs> hell yeah. no doggy your, your dreams about her russian gothic sexy <laughs> alien babe all over it <laughs> she's a night sister well i guess yeah alien babe mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. anyways not um necessarily human yeah, Seer, Seer, Grease, uh, Cal, uh, Marin all return in the second version, you know, to continue their storyline on. Oh, yeah. Second version of uh, uh, the Jedi, you know, the new Jedi games that have come out that are kind of, yeah, the the Soulsborne uh, fighting style, which is awesome. Sekiro-born. Sekiro. Sekiro, more likely, I think. Uh, yes. Why is that? The, well, because Sekiro, you had just one weapon. Uh, your katana and uh, or kusami baru is the name of the sword you have just the one sword and you have it through the entire game yes do you get other little cool tools like the uh like the axe and the spear this and, one uh, is so much more baru. this one is so much more expansive than the first game like yeah i just we were talking about this um and how like games you know nowadays seem to kind of like incrementally like they'll change like you know, three things mm-hmm. going into the next version just because they want to make it into like a 20 part series that you got to buy or sure. something like yeah, that. They see you know, money the, in the sequel. So exactly. They're only going to produce little bits and pieces for right. you to, you know, hopefully if you're like Capcom, they'll sell you the ending of the game for $15 as <laughs> right. like a DLC, even though it's absolutely necessary. What game did they do that? Uh, I forget the name of it, but it was like an original IP that they made where 
God hand something. No, it, was, oh. it wasn't that, but it was like, it was basically like you're some Goku style character gotcha. and whatnot. And, but yeah, they, they chopped off the ending and made you pay $15. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, this game is so much more expansive on the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they went to an open map um, and then just all the different, you know, now there's a ton of different side quests you can get into. Um, and then just all the different lightsaber stances yeah. um, that they introduce, um, new force powers, new moves affiliated with those stances. Um, incredible. Yeah, I, I was so impressed. With, yeah, uh, I know, was impressed they, too. Uh, the only thing I'll say is there are probably only two things that they didn't do better than the first, and I'll say maybe the maybe the villains. I think you'll you'll probably disagree with me on that, and maybe the music. I think that th- some of the music from the first game was absolutely phenomenal, especially like the theme. Anytime you're fighting the third sister, yeah, um, yeah, the tension of that music, that violin is just spooky. Second sister, right? Sec- uh, uh, Trilla, just yeah, call her her name yeah. by her name. Um, but um, actually, we didn't really talk about this at all. Don't really know how you want to do the format of this podcast. I was going to say maybe we can kind of briefly go over the story, and then we could kind of talk about all the different you know additions that we liked. Yeah. Um, in the game, and then you know maybe yeah, just get into like what was our favorite boss, or what was our favorite or least favorite part of the game or something like that i don't know we're kind well, of well yeah figuring so you know Cal-Cast you guys know how this podcast is we're kind of figuring out it out as we go yeah the, <laughs> the first game cal Kestis is a pretty young kid probably under 20 at this point um and yeah he kind of gets thrown into this mix he's hiding he's shut himself off from the force and then you know to save a life his buddy prof he you know uses the force to do that and mm-hmm. ends up getting caught and brings in the inquisition and then kind of the deus ex machina of the story is when Grease and Seer show up and just out of nowhere save him and, you know, say, hey, I need your help finding a Jedi holocron so that we can train the new batch of Jedis. That's the, or the new batch of Jedi. And that's kind of the whole, the, the holocron is the MacGuffin that carries the story forward the entire time you're tracking it down back and forth and you're following around um, Seer's old master, um, uh Eno Cordova. Yep. And yep. uh the entire time the Empire's kind of on your tail and then like even a third party gets involved, the Haxian brood every now and then shows up to fuck up your day, so to speak. Uh you get to yep. fight droids and bounty hunters and whatnot. Yep. But uh yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal game. And then yeah, you get the Night Sisters, so a fourth party is involved at one point. Yes. But yeah. Very cool. The um, great combat, great story, great villain, great music, and this next game. I guess you could talk kind of uh, about what they improved upon, starting from the beginning. Yeah, I. Uh, oh, what did you okay. write down? Well, I was gonna say um, the story part first. Mm-hmm. Go um, ahead. You could talk about the story. Yeah, I. Um, I didn't. Well, one thing that I'm gonna say is like I didn't really. Um, enjoy the story in this one um, as much as the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, But having said that, it was still a great storyline. You know, basically, um, you know, it starts off with Cal on on Coruscant. Right. um, You know, is captured and it's just, yeah, you you find out it's a kind of fake 
uh, capture. He's just trying to get to the senator. Spoiler alert, yes. Yeah, I mean, people know. By now, people yeah. sh- people know or should know by now. Yeah, we're here shame talking. On you, if you don't know, we're here talking about the game. I don't know how we <laughs> could talk about the game without spoiling it. Um, it's going to be a deep dive. But anyways, yes, begins on Coruscant. Um, a whole slew of different characters are are introduced. You're trying to track down the senator that you know has some intel on his yacht. I like that they kept calling his ship a yacht. I I was dying laughing at and that. And they mentioned that uh, it's going to Saw Gerrera, so they tie it back to the first yep. game. They tie it back to Rogue One. Yep. Yep. So yep. that the storylines are yeah. It definitely takes place before Episode Four still because of that. Yeah, and you could just see like the confidence in Cal now. Like he's much more powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, you begin with a lot of your powers already. Yes. Um. You know. Um. Obviously, they introduce a bunch of new ones. Um. You know, but basically, you start with everything that you had, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Bode is one of the characters that they introduce. Um. All the other ones they introduce, I believe, are dead by the end of this first act on Coruscant. Yeah. Um, yeah. Literally, you have, yeah, you have this band of characters that are kind of helping you out. Um, But then, yeah, by the time you make it off Coruscant, it's you and Bode, and that's really it. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, then as you're leaving, your ship gets damaged. Um, The Mantis Mantis gets damaged. Yeah, so, um, you know, you try to track down the person who knows... Uh, the ship the best in Grease. You know, obviously you know where Grease is at. He's hanging out on Kobo. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got some bar <laughs> that he's uh, started there. Um, that's with his retirement money. And <laughs> um, yeah, so um, you know, and it's almost kind of on accident that you discover like this this the main quest, right? Because you go to Kobo. Um, you're getting ready to run into um, uh, Grease at the the uh, cantina. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then you start to meet some of the the people that you're gonna face later on. I think that's where you first run into Ravis. Right. They yeah, introduce one of the villains pretty early. Well, in the, the raiders. Story. Yeah, you notice that there's raiders all over Kobo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's when they um, introduce like the leader of the raiders is this Ravis, uh, you know, character and man. A Gendai. He, and yes. I think yeah. The, I was going to say, yeah, the only other time I've seen a Gendai was in, um, you, you know, I haven't read any of the graphic novels or anything like that or books. I'm sure they pop up there, but it was that two part um, series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where they have that Gendai that Obi-Wan Kenobi kills. Correct. Um, yes. That was just fucking awesome. Scourge. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Yes. Who's just like a bounty hunter or something. Right. Right. Um, and he's sent and, by Dooku to go uh, help out or reinforce the battle droids on the, yep, um, on yep. the planet that they're sieging. And that's kind of what Ravis is too. He, he, you don't know this yet, um, but he is, oh, you know, he owes a debt. Uh, you know, he was defeated in battle um, by this former Jedi. He owes a debt to him now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, you know, now that he got free, um, he's trying to find out where he is. Uh, you know, this is Dagon Gera. Um, he's trying to find out where he is, unlock getting back to him, um, you know, so he can kind of help him fulfill, um, you know, getting this. Uh, um, the, the MacGuffin of yeah. this story. So whereas in the first game, the MacGuffin is the um, uh, the, the holocron. They're yeah. hunting down the holocron that Eno Cordova hid. On, Why are you uh, calling it the MacGuffin? You should just be saying like 
plot device. <laughs> um, it's just something that... The helps. reason why Cal is doing what he's doing. Yeah. It's, it's what's moving the story forward. Their yes. quest item, I guess you could call it. Yes. So yes. in the first game, it was the holocron. They were hunting that down, trying to keep it from falling in the Inquisition's hands. In this game, uh, what you're finding out now is... Um, is it called the forest array or is it called there's some sort of like the so the tuner the little yes. widget that they have yes um, there's that they're looking for a tuner that can unlock the forest array and uh, these uh, along the way you find these data disks that can be unlocked with a different tuner i don't know i think it's just what's her name z the droid that you find yep but tanalor you're introduced to this um this planet Tantalor yeah. that exists inside some sort of well, you stumble upon it, yeah, abyss. I guess you could call it, but yeah, some when you're nebula, finding, yeah, you crash land on Koba because your ship gets damaged as you're exiting Coruscant. Which I think, do you remember? Um, do you remember the game trailer for that Star Wars game thirteen thirteen that was supposed to come out? Um, you're playing as like a bounty hunter that kind of looks like Luke with black hair. There's an older bounty hunter, and then there's you. You're on a ship that's approaching Coruscant, and like you enter, like the tube that they eg- that they exit to get out of the planet core is the same is similar to the tube that they enter down into the planet in this game trailer. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of droids, you know, board your ship, and you have to fight your way off. You're, it's kind of a third person I cover shooter. Yeah, at least I don't. that's how it starts. And then, um, you know, the ship blows up, and it's or it's being boarded or whatnot, or you're trying to fight your way off and you're climbing on the exterior of the ship as pieces of it are blowing off. You don't remember any of this trailer? No. Okay. I well, don't know what this 1313 game Star is. Wars. But yeah, it was a game that never ended up being made because then Disney bought up um, Star Wars and they just canceled it. LucasArts canceled it. But I think yeah. I see bits of, you know, I see bits of uh, Jedi Fallen Order or at least Jedi Survivor because it's on Coruscant. I see bits of that in this game, mm-hmm. but I digress. So you're introduced to this concept of Tantalor by this, you know, droid that you find because you find out that these Crimson Raiders are looking for ancient artifacts, ancient yeah. Jedi artifacts that are on this planet, and that's how you kind of get wrapped up in it because this droid Z, I forget her full name, but she's an ancient 200-year-old um, droid from the the Old Republic. Yep. That, uh, you know, has information regarding, you, you find these force echoes of these Jedi from behind. And, yeah, Dagon Gera and Centauri Kree yeah. are the two that are kind of behind this uh, Tantalor yeah. uh, planet, you know, which um, even back then they were trying to say like, hey, you know, we, we're the only ones that know about this planet. It's rich in resources, mm-hmm. you know. This can be an area where, you know, we can train Jedi and we can be away from, you know, just it's all. Sa- it's just safe from danger. There's yes. only one way in. So, yeah. And it's a very yeah complicated, s- specific. Yeah. So finding <laughs> this planet for better or for worse is kind of or finding the path to this planet for better or for worse is kind of what's moving the story forward. Everything yep. you do from here on out, uh, zipping around between the different planets, which in the first game, you go to Kashyyyk, you go to um, Dathomir, which are really cool, and then um, the uh, the Zepho planet. Um, yep. Yep. For, yep. I forget what it was called. 
I think it was just called Zepho. Yeah. Um, so you zip around. Now in this game, you start off on Kobo, and the map, like you say, is huge. So they've gone from kind of these right. linear environments now to quasi-open world. Um, huge, but like parts of it are locked based on what force powers you have. Right. right? I, I mean, that's kind of similar to the first game where it's like... Correct. Yeah, yeah the whole game... Shut yeah. off based on the force powers you had. Yep. Yeah, and you constantly had to leave and come back once your force powers got upgraded, mm -hmm. you know, because then it's like, oh, I unlocked another part of the map, which advances the story, so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's it's kind of cool. They introduced some new tools that uh, that uh, BD's got, like, I guess from the start of the game, they give you the grappling hook, which, you mm -hmm. know, really extends your reach around the map. Because now your wall before, where you just had to wall run and you know double jump if you needed to, or to use the force to pull ropes towards you and swing around. Now, um, yeah, you could still do all that, but now, yeah, they give you a grappling hook, which lets you zip closer to walls and whatnot, adding a little bit more to the mobility. Yep. And that animation for when you clip onto like the edge of something and then like do like this somersault over the uh, flip up over the yeah. edge is so fucking cool. That never yeah. and that never got old watching Cal do that. So little things like that. But um, yeah, so you're still on Kobo. Um, <laughs> back to the story. Um, you're still on Kobo. <laughs> this is probably going to happen often, just because of all the different little things that they added yeah. to. You've got your blaster, buddy. Yeah. So back on Kobo, um, you know, basically you start to explore that planet and. Mm -hmm. You know, Turgle is the reason why, you know, he gave Ravis this fake uh, tuner tuner. Yeah. You know, and he's getting ready to get killed. And that's when you kind of step in and you All have that boss. style. Yeah. You, you have the your thumb on your belt. Like yeah. I mean, Cal is just so like calm and cool and just confident like in this game. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, whereas, yeah, the last game it was. Yeah. He was building up his force power again and and just be kind of, you know. Just still unsure and everything, and, and now he's they like, int they introduce the new villain, and I guess the new villain faction. Because whereas the first yeah. game you're fighting the empire for the most part and the wildlife, now in this game you're right. fighting the um, um, the raiders. They're called the Crimson Raiders. Yeah. yeah. So I thought it was the Bedlam Raiders or Bedlam Raiders. Sorry, I don't know. I don't know. Why did I thinking think? of Crimson Lightning from uh, Digimon? <laughs> where that guy would just scream crimson lightning yes yes <laughs> great show from our childhood that amazing show amazing show that wasn't Pokemon. i think it's on hulu you can watch it on hulu i'm sure it is um but yeah they introduced the bedlam raider sorry yeah not crimson raiders i don't know where crimson raiders is from but i we digress it doesn't matter but it's um Cool villains, um, very very different from the Empire because a lot of their uh, a lot of their units, I don't think use blasters all that much. I think, oh well, you you get introduced to the Bedlam Raiders, but you also see that there's a Luker Hulk, which is a uh, again more Clone Wars technology left behind. This time, instead of instead of seeing Star Destroyers on Braffa, uh or Braca being dismantled, now you see dismantled and broken. Uh, uh, CIS Confederacy uh, equipment all over the place so much so that the main enemies that you come across at least in, in the start of the the game are all battle droids which is fucking awesome yeah so, I'm I'm glad they did that um, and that even reminded me of um, you fight everything 
you fight everything exactly, from the yeah. Clone Wars era, which is so fucking cool that yep. they managed to tie it in. They're like, eh, it's all destroyed, dead technology. Yeah, we've got humans in these Bedlam Raider guys, which are all melee guys for whatever reason. I don't know. That seems kind of weird. Oh well, uh, well, no, yeah, they're all they're all melee guys. All of them use like a staff weapon and um, something like that. Then yeah. you have the more elite versions that use an electro staff or like an electro pitchfork. And then they also use a jetpack, which is kind of cool. That's like the first one that, er, yeah, that's the first one you fight. He's got the jetpack and he can zoom in on you. Yeah, yeah. And then like pin you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take yeah. you to the ground until yep. you kick him off of you. Um, they were cool and uh, tough to fight at first. But uh, I was going to say, yeah, I remember it being like pretty challenging um, just getting adapted to their like, you know, uh, striking and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah especially were, on Jedi Grandmaster difficulty. It was like, I think our first strategy was to just kind of like raise the um, Jedi mind trick mm-hmm. uh, ability like as quickly as possible. So that way it's like, all right, we're able to control, you know, people to get us help, you know, to get them helping us yeah. as quickly as possible. So that way, yeah. Um, so <laughs> we I, can have some help. Instead I guess of we could transition just, from the story into talking about like the combat or the gameplay that was changed. So yeah, we're kind of jumping around here. Some anyway. of the improvements that, um, uh, you know, from from Jedi Fallen Order, you know, Cal gets some basic force powers. Um, you start with a single bladed lightsaber and eventually get to unlock a double bladed lightsaber. You know, you could unlock it early in the game or you could unlock it a little bit later in the game, depending on how you wanted to do it. Um, you mentioned up top, your force powers get introduced kind of gradually. You start off with like push, um, you know, being able to push one enemy and then to be able to push multiple enemies and then be able to really push them and throw them up against the wall. You could throw your lightsaber, you know, which is which is also cool. Um, but only later in the game do you unlock the ability to like pull enemies um, towards you and pull objects towards you, which comes in handy when you're solving puzzles. Mm -hmm. And then you get to slow time, which I don't think was as big a deal in this game as it was in the last game, because it's like a superpower in the last, in Jedi Survivor. But in the last game, you slow objects down and slow enemies down all the time. You remember that? Yes. Yeah, you had that. That was an interesting change. You had that, like, focused, you know, like, and I mean, you used it a lot, too. There would be a fan blade moving quickly and you yeah, needed to yeah. slow it down to climb up it or something. You could yeah. slow it, you it know, was mapped to R1. You used it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, now they changed it where you got to like build up the force meter mm-hmm. or bar or whatever. Your super then, meter. Yeah. 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 And then you could just click it and use it. And then everything around you slows and yeah, you could just run through system. slashing everybody. Yeah, yeah, some enemies wouldn't unfreeze until you hit them, which was kind of cool. Like yeah. once it's fully upgraded, it's kind of neat. But yeah, so as opposed to having like maybe just one tree that you kind of expand outward now with a lot of your abilities, now they give you five different trees because you've got telekinesis, you've got survivability, and then you've got um, all three of your lightsaber stances. Yeah, and then um, uh, I think there's one more, um, but a lot. Um, which is really cool. All three. There were six lightsaber stances that you can get. Uh, single, dual, double-bladed, blaster, and then a strong stance. Okay, so yeah, so you're right. There are a lot more tech trees this time around. Yeah. Um, and one of them that, uh, like you were saying, we used right away just to help make the game a little bit easier 
uh, or some combat encounters a little bit easier was uh, Confusion, which yeah. uh, Jedi mind trick. Awesome. Yep. Badass. Yep, yep. How did that come into play for you in the game? I mean, that was the first thing that we were just like, man, this game is so fucking hard. Like, let's just boost this thing up as much as possible. Take some of the enemies um, off our back. Yeah, and it, I mean, it becomes so useful even because you can do it to animals at some point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'll be in, like, boss battles and you can kind of control, like, another uh, beast, mm-hmm. you know, to help help you a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, that was, I don't know, probably one of the best force power ones that you could get another one that comes in handy later i don't know if you mentioned it but was the one where you like can lift people in the air and you yeah. can kind of leave them suspended telekinesis yes at first it's just one you know person but then you could lift like a whole group mm-hmm. and then you could lift the biggest beasts massive you know yeah. just in the air and like hold them in the air um or then when they're in the air, you can pull them downward, mm-hmm. you know, slam smash them. them on the ground. Yeah, mass lift um, and mass slam is what they're called. Yeah. Which you don't yeah. get, again, until like maybe halfway through the game, I want to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, it's even, a way. and even then, you don't get the fully upgraded version. You just get a basic one because there's a lot of locked off doors. And what they're like, oh, use the force to open this door. Right. Use the force to smash these turrets down from right. the ground. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah. Which was kind of annoying at first. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, that they're like, oh, these shielded turrets that are stuck to the ceiling of the uh, of the Luker Hulk ship, you can't do anything about it yet until you get to this one part in the story. And it's like, well, I already passed them. Why? Yep. But again, are you familiar with the term Metroidvania? Like, does that term mean anything to you? Metroid Prime? Metroidvania. So do you, have you, what about Castlevania? I mean, Castlevania, obviously. Are you familiar you know, with I've the gameplay of. of Castlevania? I mean, the early, like, whatever, Super Nintendo version or something like that was just the side-scroller, mm-hmm. right? And you're just kind of... Castlevania Symphony of the Night is probably the one on PlayStation uh, that you... I don't think... You've never played this. I've played it, but I don't think I played them, but I never got into them. I don't know why. I feel like, yeah... I don't know. I was so confused by that game, maybe, that I just was like, what the hell am I doing? Why am I... It's the same thing as this game. Certain parts of the game are locked off to you until you unlock certain abilities. Right. So you're playing as Dracula. You can't access certain parts of the map. Like, there's stuff on the ceiling that you can't access until you become a bat. There's other doors that are shut until you can turn into the mist form and then just mist through the doorway and get to the other side, and then you could unlock it from the other side. So it's... It's a lot of back and forth is yep. what I'm getting at. So this game, is con- you can consider it like a 3D version of a Metroidvania because you're backtracking a lot through yep. the maps, which the first game had you do. Um, but I don't... And it was also yeah. certain areas were locked off because you just didn't have the ability, uh, whatever that was, in order to, uh, you know, if it was force pull. Like, I don't know why the game, the first game, locked off force pull until the very end, but they always did it like introduce the power to you in kind of yeah. a clever way. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, that one made sense where like Cal was discovering all his powers like all over again, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, because um, he shut yeah. himself off. But like pull, man, I needed pull so much earlier in that game in order to make it through. But Now push, push is the best one. Well, yeah, yeah eventually. Push is, yeah, push is still the best one. Um, but okay, but getting back to the story then, you know, you run into Ravis, find Grease, Grease sends you, hey, you got to go down here to get this part. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we talked about the tuner. You run into Z. Yeah. You know, and then that's when you kind of, Z is like, okay, you got to get this forest array thing 
you know, and well, then and then I, you discover uh, uh, Dagagera, right? Right. When you find Z, you sense the Force echo in her, and it brings you back to the old Republic. Yeah, uh, roughly speaking, about two hundred years ago, I think is. I think that's what they kept mentioning. Yeah. Yeah, because I think Ravis mentions it. Uh, well, he screams it. Yeah, yeah. He he, he brings. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily mentioning it, but. <laughs> But yes, 200 years have gone by since then. You could tell it's clearly the High Republic or the Old Republic because they're, they're Jedi and they're, you know, very yeah. Jedi-looking. Um, but they're Jedi explorers or Jedi scientists or something like that. So yep. they're not necessarily, you know, um, training Jedi in the temple, but they're looking for a temple or they just happen to come across this planet, Tantalor, and they're, they find or engineer, discover a way to... Um, to penetrate the what they call the Kobo Abyss um, and make their way through said abyss to find this, you know, hidden planet, uh, Tantalor, which is, you know, virgin planet, untapped by anyone, unexplored, completely unexplored, fresh air, fresh water, as far as the eye can see. So that's why they decide to build a Jedi temple on it. And then, you know, somebody finds out about this planet and ends up attacking them and destroying it, and that's when you're introduced to this uh, to the one of the other villains in the game. Yeah, you see Dagangera. Yeah, yep. known as Dagangera, and he was imprisoned yeah. in a Bakta tank. Yeah, yeah, for two hundred years or something. Yeah, he's just how been he chilling. didn't how he didn't come out pruny. I'll never know how he didn't come out pruny. How all his muscles still work. <laughs> he didn't you know suffer from a tra- you know atrophy. Yeah, how he didn't starve. You see, he's, he, you see, he's got one arm. Yeah, and I was watching another video about uh, the show, or I'm sorry, the, the 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 game recently, and they're like, you know, when Star Wars introduces a character with one arm and <laughs> a, they make him sound like, you know, they give him kind of like a Darth Vader-style wheezing when he's got a mask on. Yeah. They're like, it's usually a dead giveaway that that's going to be a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. The way they described it is they're like, they never introduce good characters like that. Right. No good right. characters ever wheezing <laughs> and breathing heavily. Right. And, you know, wearing black pants and, you know, missing limbs. Uh, only uh, only after battling with the bad characters do some of the good characters lose limbs. Yeah. yeah. But um, uh, I thought that was a pretty clever observation. Do you remember what the, um, I don't know if they were raiders, but they're like some sort of species that can like sp- travel especially through time and space. Um, you know, those were the ones that came and attacked. What, what was the name of that group that like came and attacked? That was in that video that you were watching um, when I stepped out of the room. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, what they were. I forget what they're called. But anyways, yeah. shout out to Ryan Erie at uh, Screen Crush Media because he's the one that knows who they were. I didn't recognize them, but they never actually say who or what they were. In that the, was, uh, in yeah, the, that the was the other either. thing. I don't know. There, I, I mean, a lot of these games, right? You need to know what's going on in Star Wars lore. Like, even Ravis being a Gendai. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know what the hell that was called. Like, I had, the only reason I had seen that before was because I saw that two-part series. Yeah, I had um, you watched that because yeah, you never the, seen it. of the Clone Wars. Yeah, that was great. I yeah. mean, it was the Samurai Jack uh, animators. Gennady uh, Gen- Tartakovsky, I believe. Very cool. Very, very yes. cool two-part series. Um, yeah, that focuses like on Obi-Wan and Anakin. Obi-Wan, Anakin, yeah. No Ahsoka at this point. Um, she comes in only with the Clone Wars movie, 
later on. I think he's young. He's young in there because I think he's got the short hair with the little like you know. There were that's, two that stupid haircut that you had. There were two volumes of it. There's one where it's like right after um, the Clone War, Attack of the Clones, the movie. So he's got the short hair and he's still got his Padawan braid. And then I think by the end of that one is when he gets knighted and they cut the braid off or something like oh. that. Or maybe they do it in volume two. I, th- I thought. Because yeah, he's called up right. to, like, I think in the show or in that animated series or the mini series, I think he tells Padme he's pregnant or something like that. Or Padme that she's pregnant. And then he shows up at the Jedi temple. They're like, we need you here now. And then, like, Obi-Wan, everybody walks into a dark room. Oh, or, or yeah. Into the Jedi council chambers. It's completely dark. And then... He stands in the middle, and then every Jedi lights their lightsaber, yep. and then yep. that's when Yoda knights him yep. as yep. Anakin Skywalker. Dub the I do, Knight of the Republic. And yeah, yeah. It's uh, it was fucking awesome that scene. But yeah, he cuts his braid off um, with his lightsaber. Yeah. So great, great miniseries. But anyway, back to the game. Yeah. Uh, so they, that was the Gendai. Uh, you yeah, said it in, in the first one. Scourge. Yeah. Scourge is Scourge, the Scourge, yeah, he's like a bounty hunter or something. Yeah, um, Scourge but yeah, they're like Dirge. a I th- I'm, they're like a regenerator. Yeah, they they have this like regenerative re- regenerative. I can't talk. Um <laughs> yes, that word uh ability um where yeah, and, and you even see it in the game too. Later on in the game, Ravis tries to corner you, you like chop his arm off and then he just like picks it up, <laughs> puts it up against them. Yeah. And yeah, it like reattaches. Um, very, very cool. But once again, like I didn't know what that species was called or anything like that. It's just hey, there's this guy that, you know, can can regenerate. Yeah, um, they, I don't think they mention it in the uh Oh okay, yeah, his name's not Scourge, it's Dirge. D U R G E. I thought it was spelled D I R G E, but it's Dirge, D U R G E. And Apparently, uh, he he doesn't get killed by Obi Wan in that. He still survives. Um, you know, I don't know if you saw, but like at the end, you know, even though like he got sucked into him and then like blew him up, mm-hmm. you still see like little pieces of him like you know squirming like back on the ground and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, how the hell? It kind of makes me wonder because uh, eventually you catch up to Ravis after uh, you know you're running with him on the Luke or Hulk. He escapes to the uh, um, the shattered moon, which I really think the um, the environments that they show just all this old Clone War stuff left behind. All these old uh, they really nailed the look of Kobo with uh, having slightly varied environments, yeah. but also walking around the interior of a of a Confederate battleship is yep. really really cool. Um, obviously it's going to look kind of like the empires, but kind of not because now it's, you know, uh, garrisoned by the, um, these, uh, Bedlam Raider guys that yep. have a slightly different, you know, look about things, but, uh, you have, uh, yeah, this, this Gendai, this Gendai race, so to say, yeah, the only other time you see one is in that Clone Wars and yeah, they have the regenerative properties and when Cal first he doesn't really fight him, but he encounters him. He slices his arm off, and then, yeah, you see all the little yeah. tenderly bits of his arm, and then he just picks up a piece of armor and yeah, <laughs> yeah. slips right back That comes him. a little bit later, though. But basically, yeah, you released uh, Dag and Gera, mm-hmm. and then, um, yeah. Now Ravis, he's free. To- you realize that him and Ravis are in cahoots together. Um, As they show up on a uh, clone dropship. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was also fucking um, awesome. Yeah, but you you fight uh, Dagon right off the bat. He's got just the one arm. Um, and he still know. manages to fuck me up, even with one arm. But he yeah. had some good moves. Yeah, he um, was good. Um, and then um, I kept thinking that he was going to be like the Trilla mm-hmm. of the game in the sense like, I'm like, oh, this guy's going to just come back like multiple times. You know, as soon as you fought him the first time, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's what keeps happening. You know, you you find him multiple times throughout the game. Yeah, so but in that sense, I th- he kind of was the Trilla because you fight Trilla, you know. Yeah, but I thought he was going to be the game. main dude, and he's not. He becomes the side. Uh, yeah, he becomes a side dude. You know, because Bode... From the very beginning, I told you this at the beginning of the game. I'm like, that guy is sketchy. I'm like, he's going to fuck you over later in the game. And sure enough, he did. Somebody spoiled the game for you. There's no one no spoiled the game that. for me. This is just right from the beginning. He just get, I'm like, oh, that guy's betraying you. Like, I knew it. I knew it. Did I know he was going to have like Jedi powers and all of that? Mm-hmm. Nope. Didn't know that part. But I knew that guy was going to just freaking screw you over. And that is exactly what happens. There's no way you could have known that. Absolutely did not predict it. I did predict it. <laughs> I wish I wish I had a tape recorder playing because Bullshit. I remember as soon as we started playing that game, I'm like, yep, that guy's that guy's a traitor. Yeah, Bode. What? Um, yeah, so... Um, Talk more about the Force powers and um, how they change the gameplay a little bit for the better here. We did already. We did talk about, like, the... You know, the ones where you can lift, the ones where you can, like, pull down. Slam them um, down to the ground. Okay, so yeah. that's telekinesis. Um, the lightsaber stances. You had push and pull. Yeah, that's something we, we didn't touch on yet. Um, you know, as the game kind of progresses, you start to unlock these different lightsaber stances. Um, I think one of my favorites was the uh, the one with the gun. Yeah, the, the blaster. blaster stance. Yeah, that one was, like, really cool to me. Um, and then just also the heavy... Mm-hmm. Uh, stance was cross like, guard stance. Yeah, that one was pretty cool because and you can think, break uh, down, you know, people's guards in like two hits. Um, but how you get them, you start to find like raiders or something like that that have lightsabers. This you know, is a, and, this is a weird plot hole, I guess you could call it, because yeah, you um, once you get to the shattered moon, you find a lot of Dagangaras and Ravis's lieutenants are yeah. all you know these pirates or tougher versions of uh, uh, tougher versions of raiders or bounty hunters or whatever. Some of them have jetpacks, and they're like the first boss that you or the the second boss you fight in the game, where it's a bedlam raider who's got the pitchfork style stun baton or whatever, and also a jetpack and also is heavily armored, no blasters or anything like that. But then once you get to uh, once you get to uh, the shattered moon. You come across and you fight your way through a shitload of battle droids and a bunch of bedlam raider guys. You come to a um, a boss fight with uh, I forget the name of the boss, but he's not only is he a bedlam raider with a lightsaber, he's got a cross guard lightsaber. Yeah, and then he's also has like a cloaking system, so he goes invisible for part of the boss fight too. Yeah, um, so yep. you can't target him; you just have to run away from him. And I, and I think he could also shoot at you because he's got a blaster and i think he also has a fucking flamethrower too something like that i mean um i don't know not not too different than the bounty hunter battles except the bounty hunters don't have a you know a lightsaber they might have like a melee type weapon or something sure yeah and a blaster and a you know whatever Mm -hmm. um but yeah um i'm trying to think the the 
Um, other part is then you go to Jeddah, mm-hmm. you know, because you need to talk to uh, Seer. Right. Um, and Marin is there on Jeddah as well, which is great. You get reunited with them. But then they bring in Eno Cordova, yeah. which I was super surprised about because, like, from the first game, he seems like just a character who's, like, you know, just long ago put together this path, right? you know, for somebody with force powers to kind of uncover. Um, but then there he is, like right there in the flesh. He's helping out Seer. Seer is building this still alive, underground yeah. network. She's rebuilding you know, the Jedi archives. Jedi archives. The digital books they have. Or yep. The e-readers, whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> whatever they are. Yeah, um, exactly. No, but I was super happy to see Seer. And she's <laughs> back into the force. Mm-hmm. Super powerful. Um, I love her costume. I love how she shaved her head. Um, yeah. Actually, Jedi. tattoos. Jedi, I think, was probably um, one of my... F- Your favorite map? Yeah, I think that was my favorite map to go to, just this big, like, desert planet. But even some of the bad, you know, they had that, um, um, the scorpion yeah. thing that you would fight. That was a cool... Skrillin. Uh, Skrillin. Skrillin? Or Skitterin. Skrillix. Skrillix, yeah. <laughs> um, that Scriton. was... A- Scriton. I yeah. think you're right, Yeah. I think we're just making up names now. Uh, the Hooster Hooster Doos and Hooster Yeah, Dudes. exactly. Yeah. You could you could see the amount of effort that went into this. Yeah. Um yeah, those those were cool, but getting to team up with Marin mm-hmm. um and then even when you're roaming the map, you know, you have Marin kind of following you around too. Yeah. Um and then even later in the game when you go back to Jetta, she's kind of out on the map with you. I think that's around. another piece of gameplay that we can discuss because the first game you're by yourself the whole time. Yeah. You have no support whatsoever. But uh, in this game, yeah, every now and then certain encounters you get like a buddy. There's a buddy. System. Well, right from the beginning they did it, right? You had Bode yeah. with you the whole time so on Coruscant when and you, like you can utilize him. When you stun some enemies instead of having like the solo executions that you did, now you have like team executions <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> which yeah. are kind of fucked up it's bad the one where you kill that scrighton is freaking crazy mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you uh the execution you like for, stab it in the mouth with the lightsaber or do you pass your lightsaber to you like do marin like a, and then like she stabs it in the mouth or like i remember it being like above you and you like stabbing it or something too so she has like the dagger so that she could throw but then she also like can extend it to have this gigantic staff. So she's got like a bow staff that she, um, you know, is killing stuff with. Yeah. But yeah. The like, um, there's you, like part, slide down, like cut all its limbs off of one yeah, side. You do like a slide tackle yeah. and you slice off four of its <laughs> limbs on one side of its body. And then she like, then they, the camera pans back to her and then she's like, like stabbing it in the mouth. So it's like faces <laughs> up in the air and you just see that it's, Clearly in pain. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there, some of the executions are brutal because, yeah, you're yeah. doing them together. And they're but, also fucking awesome to look at. Yeah, Jetta, Jetta, I think that's when you needed Sears help. Uh, Eno is there, and then you have that device, and you're explaining the compass, to them. Yeah. yeah, about Tantalor. One of the MacGuffins. Um, and then, um, yeah, Eno says, hey, I can't get this thing to work but you know maybe if you get like another one and i think that's when you go to the shattered moon 
right? And then you bring that back to them. I forget uh, kind of the order of yeah, sequences Yeah, I, I, I and think stuff. it's Kobo, and then once you go to Kobo, you leave, you go to J- Jetta. Uh, to Jetta, and that's where you link up with Marin, Sayer, and O'Cordova. You're introduced to the Anchorites that are those. Yep. I think you see them in um, briefly, very briefly in uh, uh, Kenobi. No, not in Kenobi, in the other one. Uh, Andor, not Andor. Um, Ahsoka? No, the, the movie, Rogue One. I think you see oh. them in Rogue One when they're on Jeddah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeddah City, kind of wandering around. They've got these huge headdresses on. They look really weird. They're called anchorites, but they're just, you know, scholars yeah. or whatnot that are helping her um, rebuild this Jedi temple or Jedi yep, archive, yep, yep. so to speak. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I guess you, you sync up with them. I'm happy that Seer came back. Um, then, yeah, go to the Shattered Moon. Mm-hmm. That's where you get, like, a That's- somewhat intact uh, compass right. or whatever. Um, I think when you're on there, do you fight Dag and Gera again? Um, um, oh. No. That's all on the Luker Hulk when okay. you fight Dag and Gera the second time. Man, at what point did they reintroduce the uh, Droidicas? Those things were awesome. I think I'm it was glad on, that they brought those things back. Yeah, dude they they introduced so much, like everything, every, every like character enemy that they could, they basically brought brought back. Yeah, yeah, you you get types of battle droids that you didn't know were out there because you get your basic B one battle droids were the ones that just have the yeah. blaster rifle. Then they also yeah, give the them thermal ones. detonators. Then they give you like, um, I guess slightly more busted up, um battle droids that just have like a rifle that doesn't have any blaster gas in it it's just got a bayonet on it yeah they're like and coming they up to hit you up yeah and then pretty early on in the game they introduce you to b2 or b2 battle droids or super battle droids which can really fuck you up yeah because not only are... do they have like um the heavier blaster yep they're stronger um they shoot rockets yeah and then they also shoot fucking rockets at you yeah um, which were brutal in the beginning of the game. Yeah. Because not only do they have a charged up shot that you can't block, deflect, yep. you have to dodge it. They could also shoot fucking rockets at you. Yeah. Which if you're yeah. quick, you could force push them back. Or yep. what I even tried doing is using the force to pull it towards you. And then you could, um, you know, hold on yep. to it for a bit before having to shoot it back, which was kind of neat. Yep. 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 <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, droidicas. And there's even, like, a boss version of a droidica. I don't know if you found that one yet. I did. Yeah. yeah that's somewhere on Kobo. You go into some there's weird, like... There's a bunch like, of roller mines around it. Yeah, yeah. You go into some weird tunnel. And then, um, yeah, there's a bunch of, like, battle droids. And then this this boss... Melee ones, yeah. Droidica. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, no, so then, um, yeah, you... you um, I think you get this compass. You go back to that's where you fight the bounty hunter that's got the invisibility cloak. I feel like I yeah, I feel like I'm missing something. But then, do you just go straight back to Jeddah and talk to Eno and Seer? And then is that when um, Bode just like fucking betrays you? You have to fight your way through the um, the Luker Hulk at one point. You get to the Luker Hulk and you got to fight your way through the 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 droid starship mm-hmm. and that's when you find dag and gara the second time because he busts in and steals z from you yes so at some point that that's when they that's when uh, you probably go back to kobo and then like yeah that's, Jetta, and then that's when they tell you hey z's been kidnapped the bedlam raiders showed up they busted up the bar and they took her with right and that's right, when you right. have to rescue z from dag and gara and 
you um, you fight Dagon for the second time. Yep. And this time around, I think he's got a double bladed lightsaber, or he's got. I don't he's know using what two lightsabers on you. Um, somehow he's got one arm, but somehow is that when he like force manifested his like extra arm with like a saber somehow? Uh, yeah. Or is that the third battle where he does that? I always forget. In the yeah. third battle, he's clearly got a double bladed lightsaber somehow. I don't know where the other half came from, but it looks exactly like the the other half he's got. Could have um, built it wherever he had it added it on. Maybe yeah. maybe uh, um, um, the Gendai was saving it for him. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah. You a lot of this, you know, kind of go a little back and forth again, and then yeah, you end up back on Jetta, you know, because you finally get the compass, um, and then um, yeah, that's when you find out that Bode, that son of my sons of my bitch <laughs> um yeah he um um betrays you um he had been working for the empire well this um, is uh, i don't think you know too much about what's going on you just know that like he's yeah working for the empire kind of rats you out also rats out that you know the jedi are like building this base and tells the imperials like mm-hmm. hey come to this coordinate you know you need to bring everything that you got. You know, the well, woman one thing, the woman you're looking for is here. Tell tell Vader. Right, right. right? One of the things that... Because uh, uh, Dagon Gera is still alive at this point, but you go back to the Luke... Not the Luke or Hulk, but you go to... They introduce this Jedi, Santari Kree, and I think her oh, and Dagon Yeah, Gera I jumped around lovers. way too much because then... You have to like go on Kobo and like work your way up into this like cloud city type thing. Yeah, once and at um, this point you've already fought Ravis, so you you go back to the moon again and the shattered moon, and that's where you fight Ravis because he stole the, uh, um, he stole the compass back or something like that. Or yeah, I I don't remember exactly, but you 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 end up going to kill Ravis because he's got the compass that you needed or something like that. That was by or far Z or something. Yeah, that was by far the hardest boss battle. Oh my in god! The game. Um, you still haven't beaten that on Gra- Jedi Grandmaster, have you? I, dude, I even on my second. It took me. Through, it um, literally took me like probably like fifty tries, and I literally was probably up to like I used up all my. Stims, stims, yeah. It was down to just like I needed to just be aggressive and like attack at the very end, and I just managed to like strike him, yeah. Um, and I bested him, and it was literally when I beat him the when I I didn't know it was a two part battle, mm-hmm. so when I beat him the first time, I fucking screamed, you know, because I just was so excited. I'm like, man, I've never beaten one of the, you know, it's hard to beat a boss in these games like on the first try, sure. Like a whole, the whole part about it is just you fail. Right. You remember their move set, and then you remember what you can counter. You know, up oh, here comes this three hit set coming or whatever. Like I can counter it by just hitting this. Um. You know, but like, yeah, Ravis. The first half, I would get through his first battle without even getting hit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's how good I got with it. And yeah. then the second round came. And it just became impossible. He became like he ultra aggressive. Way so he yeah he becomes way more aggressive. He does way more damage. Yeah, and uh, they've got these crazy combos where like you know the first move you could deflect it, then the second move will be like an unblockable one, and the only thing you do is yeah. just get out of the way or use like the 
the force dodge at the last minute to where he kind of like matrixes mm-hmm. his out his his way out, which I didn't use that much because I'm like, if I fuck this up, it's gonna be awful. But you know, it's just one of those things that I just needed to get good at that I just didn't because um, I fucking suck. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that first time around was rough. Um, but I was like, okay, well, like the, the I was like you the first time I did it. I, you know, I lost to him on the first fight. Then the second time around, I was still pretty calm because I'm like, this isn't so bad. Yeah. And I was using the strong stance and I, they're the, the cross guard and the blaster. That became like my main set of uh, I'm trying stances. to think. I think I did cross guard and then the dual, the dual sabers. Yeah. yeah dual wield sabers. I eventually switched over to that and I'll tell you why. Um, and then uh, like I didn't learn my lesson from the first game that I did in this one because I was just super aggressive and I'm like, no, get in there. And the game punishes you if you're too aggressive sometimes. If you focus on attacking instead of deflecting, the game, you need to just deflect as much as possible and right. not attack as much. Because the well, game you punishes need to do- you if you attack a whole lot. Well, I think They'll tell you when it's okay to attack. And- I think it's certain sabers like have very lot. That's why like the dual saber, I feel like, would get you in trouble a lot. Mm-hmm. Because you'd be like mid-attack like getting hit, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like some of them just had some very slow, you know, attacks that like you could not um, like get out of, you know what I mean? Like they were hitting you by the time. Yeah. And you were spinning the fucking saber around or something like that. And it's like, all right, like, do I need all these theatrics? So, so much. And like, and the, the dual saber wasn't strong enough to like stagger an enemy. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You would just like hit them. They wouldn't feel it, and they were continuing their attack, you know, right. and they just would destroy, you know, Ravis was just so dang strong that, like, a couple of hits from him, like, you were done. Yeah, yeah. Was, um, he was brutal because his his attacks hit hard. I do think his weapon was kind of lame because it was, like, kind of a mace, kind of a morning star. I don't know. Oh, a little I didn't weird. have a problem with that. I thought it was cool because he could, like, hit you from, like, all the way across the level. He does have the cool move where he, like, swings it out at you, and then when he pulls it back, he, like, kicks it out. Again. He reminded me of uh, the Kill Bill. The, the That's woman. exactly, yeah. She does that move. She, <laughs> she kicks the the little spinning ball at the end at uh, what's-her-face. Yeah. Um, and hits her with it. <laughs> yes. Right in the chest. Um, that's before she, I think, engages the blade on it, I think. I don't remember. Yeah. But... Yeah, something. He, yeah. <laughs> he was really tough um, the, the first time around and the second time around. Yeah. And, yes, I'm ashamed to admit I turned on the difficulty um, because <laughs> it was just rough. But, like... I went with the strong stance and like on the second time ever yep. I fought him, I made it through that, that second phase. And I'm like, Oh sweet. I'm like, this is so cool. This is another Sekiro thing where there's bosses with multiple phases. Like, um, and dark souls three, they had bosses with multiple phases. Yeah. So now not only do you have to make it through the first phase, you know, with one or two heals or, you know, take a little bit of damage. Now you got to make it through the second phase because you don't know how much longer. That's what was different last. from the first game in the sense of like the first game had three phases, but they mm-hmm. were just within the same bar of health. Sure. Whereas this one now is, yeah, Rave has got a full new bar of health yeah. that you had to face for the second phase. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And his blaster, um, depending on what abilities you unlocked, like, um, Using the blaster stance, I really liked the charge shot, which mm-hmm. was really cool. That came in handy because you could do damage from afar when the enemy was doing, you know, 
whatever, and it chipped away at them. Dude, he had like and rockets. Then, yeah, yeah, and the had... rockets. You could push back the rockets. He could get hit by his own rockets too. I don't know if you knew that. And that did a lot of damage if you were able to push the rockets back. I never was able to successfully because I think it only pushed like... You know. needed to use the max push in order to like push the rockets or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I you had to like hold it um, and push it back. I think by then I had already gotten hit. So I, <laughs> I, my reaction was not fast enough. I was yeah. like, God, what's wrong with me? Um, it's a t- It was a tough one. That was probably like but yeah, yeah, and the then hardest. Eventually I think I decided on like the dual sabers because you just use, you know, you hit triangle or I guess Y if it's on an Xbox controller where you hold both yeah. your hands out and yeah. levitate both lightsabers and you do like an automatic parry. And that did a lot of stagger damage to him. And then you could eventually, I don't think at any point was I able to stagger his like stamina bar low enough to the point where I could just hit him, you know, uh, without, uh, without any thought of reprisal whatsoever. Yeah. But um, eventually, yeah, I was like, fuck 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 you know i eventually got it but uh i don't know the first few times fighting dagon was kind of like that but again the third yeah but fighting dagon the third time like i like i said you go to the top of that like cloud city and that's on like kobo right that's on kobo Kobo. it's in santari kree's observatory is what they call it or yeah which was really cool Mm -hmm. getting to that area was like really cool too um what are you doing Nothing. Sorry, we've got thirty eight percent battery here, so we're oh. gonna wrap it up soon. Yeah, yeah, we're almost done. Um, but anyways, yeah, you go to you go uh, fight him for the third time, and he was hard. Yeah, but not as hard as not as hard as Ravis. I don't think he was as hard as Ravis. I think uh, he had some bullshit moves. There were some bullshit moves, but I mean, like once you got like he multiplied into three people. That yeah. was a bullshit move. <laughs> yeah. um, but you can kill those in one hit and they went away. Right. You know, yeah. um, if you could kill them, their stamina isn't as high as, uh, you know, on on him. But uh, yeah, you could kill them pretty quickly. Yeah. Otherwise, if you just bode helps out for like the first couple portions you, of it, too. Yeah. It's another boss fight where you get to, you know, command him like. When you first get introduced to Marin, yeah. like anytime she's floating around, you get to hit like R one and then square or so whatever, and yep, whatever she'll target, fly in and whatever target yeah. your whatever enemy you have targeted, she'll like freeze them in place or yeah. something like that, and you'll be able to get a few hits on them or something like that. She'll do some hits on it too, um, and uh, yeah, there's the Scryton boss fight where you get to command her to you know help you freeze the Scryton in place and then you know get some more hits on it. Here fighting, uh, you know, Bode. They introduced this ability early on, and when they're on Coruscant, you get to do it again. He throws um, like a he throws like a stun, yeah, detonator like or something, tas- like a taser mine or something like that on yep. the ground, and then like kicks whatever enemy you target, and then whatever else are caught in the radius of that stun grenade, yeah, like, zapped in place, yep, which yep, is kind of yep. neat. Yeah. Um, so Dagon, yeah, there were, but yeah, once again, yeah, every boss battle almost had like multiple phases and then his was yeah like he had one arm at first then he got two Mm -hmm. and then he goes to um like put you on the ceiling like you guys are like defying gravity and then he gets this ability where he just like you know can blow up you know he there's a lot of like bubbly spherical looking things he's like shooting at you too yeah Yeah, it's kind of weird i don't know what force ability that was (laughs) because it's 
it's like, or I guess force destruction. Um, that's the only thing I could think of where you shoot like a ball of dark energy at your enemy. Yeah. Yeah. But then eventually, yeah, you bash them and just like stab them in the chest. And then I'm like, yeah, you you, use his own once you force sorcery spells against him, so to speak. Yeah. Once you do it, I just kept thinking in my head, like, they can't end the game, you know, like once you get them, I'm like, yeah, wait, this is it. Like for some reason I thought there was going to be like either another battle continuing with him mm-hmm. or I just was kind of like, well, where, you know, where, where are we, they going now? Yeah. So you know? now you're, now you're probably looking around at Bode like, all right, when is this motherfucker going to betray? Exactly. You? Yeah. Helps, take and, out the big bad here. Yep. And then like he picks up the compass. He's like, all right, we got it. And then like you see, he stops moving and just falls apart right in front of us. Like, we were probably a little rougher on it than we uh, should have been or something like that. <laughs> yeah, but then, yeah, man, I, yeah, I've missed so much. Um, but, um, yeah, then you go to Jeddah. You, you go back to Jeddah. Then you, you talk go to back Eno. To yeah, go, then you talk with Seer. Yeah. That's when Bode betrays you. And you have Fucking your, stabs Eno in the heart. Um, I like. No, he shoots him. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah, yeah, he shoots him a couple times or whatever, and then yeah, you're right. You say he throws the thermal detonator on him as Cal. You tries chase to after him. him. Um, yeah, that's when you realize he's got force power. You're right. He didn't reveal that he had force power yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you catch him, how? You yeah. think you're the only one that got away, Cal? Yep. yep. You actually yeah, sound like him a little bit. And he pulls out um, uh, on the fucking best. That's why. Um, <laughs> He pulls then, out, uh, uh, what's his name, Dagon's lightsaber. Yeah. And then not only is he, like, he was doing the uh, the cool hip version of holding the lightsaber backwards. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and he was also doing Ahsoka holds dance. one of her lightsabers like that, I think. Her Shoto lightsaber. Oh Anytime you have a shorter one, it's oh called a God. Shoto lightsaber. <laughs> and that was something I noticed in the TV show for Ahsoka, which we will do another episode on eventually, whenever Mike decides to get his ass over here and whenever AJ decides to get a portable rig so that way we can record uh, via Skype or Zoom or Doom yeah. or AJ Max, had a whatever. baby, so we will never see him. Speaking Ever. of babies, um, I've got some dead Imperial technology over here that I've been uh, playing around with. I've got it hooked up to... Um, you took the tape out. If you could help. All right, don't mess around with this thing. This has nothing to do with what we'll, we're doing. We'll get to it in just a second. Um, anyways, yeah, so it. betrays you, tells the Imperial... You know, you find out he's been working for the Imperials. One cool part of the story that I like they introduced was um, the... Uh, the ISB, mm-hmm. you know, they have like that imperial base that you eventually go to. But before we get to that, I want to talk about my favorite part of the game, which was you as Seer oh, okay, trying to okay. help defend, you know, because once Bode rats you out, the imperials just fucking converge on you. Yeah. Um, and then you get to play as Seer. Yeah. You know, yeah. Cal, Cal went off to go find Bode, gets knocked out. Mm-hmm. Bode knocks you out and then just flies away. Yeah, it's and kind then, of a fake out because they're like press X to respawn or something like that. Yes. And then when you do, you're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and then you I come back that? as Seer. Yeah. And then all Dude, of a sudden, but that you're was my spe- favorite part of the game. Favorite part of the game. She just was, yeah, insane. She was so fun to play as. Um, and then my favorite boss battle comes out. You know, she's defending the the entire base and just d- destroying yeah, hordes 
and hordes of fucking Imperials. And then she takes out those AT-ATs with those giant balls. Oh, man, that was so to be just gigantic bombs. Yeah. Oh, man, that was so cool. Ewok style. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was so dang cool. It was so dang cool. Um, And then, yeah, eventually, you know, Vader pops in. So sad. Got a blue lightsaber. I thought that was a cool, cool color for her to, to use. Oh, her lightsaber. I'm her like, I thought you meant blue. Vader's. I'm like, what? I'm like, no, he had a red lightsaber. Right. right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And um, it just was so sad because you knew what was coming. Um, yeah. It was a tough he, fight, but I th- still not the toughest in the game. Not by a long shot. It wasn't the toughest in the game. But if you did make some critical mistake, it did take me a, a handful of tries, I think, yeah. to beat Vader. Um, more than I thought it was going to take because he was also like three phases, but yeah. Oh um, my God. Yeah. And he just got even more and more aggressive as well. Like his last phase, like if you missed like one block, like that's it. Yeah. You were, you were done. Yeah. You know, because he had like a six hit combo or something like that. That would just yeah, dude. You were gone. That's what pissed um, me off about Dagon is some of those like combos. Yeah. like you deflect a few of them. I hated when he did like that stupid lightsaber. You know, around him, that just mm. was annoying. But if you could deflect it, like it, it literally would take his entire. It did a uh, shitload of stamina yeah. damage if you deflected it. Which, like, I remember reading some guide about how to fight him, and like the second time on the Luke or Hulk after he after you rescue Z, yeah, and they're like, oh, just stay away from him when he's doing the orbiting lightsaber around him, and it's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, but if you deflect it perfectly, like it does a shitload of stamina damage, right? And then yeah. You, you don't have to worry about it hitting you after that because then he holds on to it. And yeah, no, but force hand. Yeah, yeah. But Vader was awesome. Yeah, the battle with him. You yeah. knew ultimately that was it. It was so sad. Yeah, you know, I was like tearing up. You know, as I'm like f- playing this because I'm like it's gonna be over for her. Well, yeah, they're like, okay, yeah. what do we do now? And uh, yeah, Sears dead. Um, but, you know, Eno's Cal, gone. Cal comes back, finds yeah. her dead. A bunch of the anchorites are dead at this point. What I um, thought was funny that they tried to, like, you know, uh, solve the plot <laughs> hole was, like, that whole area was destroyed. Mm-hmm. But then for some reason, the shop is still open, mm-hmm. you know, till the end of the game. You know, you can always go trade in your scrolls, oh, the yeah. Jetta scrolls for like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like that shop is like still open mm-hmm. and like you go there and you're like, what? What are you doing here? And they're like, we thought it would be best to remain, you know, whatever. And I was like dying laughing. And I just was like, OK, you know, this was their, you know, the whole place is destroyed except the little shop where mm-hmm. you trade in your scrolls for whatever. Oh, well, what can you do? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> The, the they part should of, have just relocated the shop somewhere else is what they should have done. But whatever. Whatever. You find Sears chest with her lightsaber in it. Um, did you get that? Uh yes. Yeah, yeah yes. it's right by the elevator there. Like um but anyway, so yeah, heart so heartbreaking Bode. end. And then that's when they yep. make the jump into You find out where Bode is, like he still has uh, still has the compass, yeah, yeah. and then it's and then Nova you, something or whatever. Yeah, but you realize that... Nova Garen? This is when... Yeah, yeah. This is that Imperial, like, base. Right, that it's an know. ISB base, which yep. is... The ISB is a completely but separate he entity purposely, he purposely wanted you to go there. Right, yeah. because you find out that Bode's plan is to just bail. So he doesn't want to be an Imperial spy anymore. 
Um, so he uses Cal. He yep. lures him there as a trap. And you have to, you and Marin have to fight your way through the base. Admittedly, that was probably like another really fun part of the game too, because it's just you, like out of control, like going ape shit. Yeah, and then you're just start, you know, embrace the darkness. That's I think when you you first, yeah, that's I think when you first do that, and you're just knocking down and slicing up hordes of uh, everything, anything and everything. Yeah, you get the opportunity to just. Embrace so, the darkness, and you're just slashing through everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really, awesome. It was really so kind of cool. cool to see, and uh, kind of cool. It's like the last power that you learn for the most part, because um, I don't think you get you unless you've got more force. Abilities. I think they're hinting at doing something for the next game. They they should do something like that for the next game. I thought they would do it in this one where you have different. You could choose different paths, like light or dark. Right, right. I and think then you this to me, yeah, because. They did this for the games, you know, that we played initially, and it's like okay, Jedi Knight and mysteries. Well, Jedi Knight, based Jedi on Academy. which path you go, you know, the ending and the outcome of the game mm-hmm. kind of changes. Yeah, um, I they th- can totally do that. In, I think the in, better thing to do would be uh, like what they did with Seer, like have multiple characters that you could play as. Um, so you might start the game as Cal. And, uh, you know, get to experiment with some of his abilities. And then eventually they'll introduce, like, maybe Kata or something like that. Because at the end there, Seer tells him, guide her through the darkness, Cal. Um, and Yeah, so... Um, maybe he trains her as a Jedi and suddenly now she's Force-sensitive. Yeah. Um, because it runs in her family. Yeah. And she's got an entirely so, different play style. Maybe she starts with, like, um, I don't know, maybe she uses the lightsaber backwards like her dad did. Bode, yeah, Bode escapes, um, takes Kata, you know, they go to that, that uh, they go to Tantalor. Yeah, they you know, do. They have the compass, it. they make it to Tantalor. Um, the, part, the part that made you, me cry was in when they're flying through the, uh, they open up the, the what is it, the forest array, or they launch the oh, laser this is when or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and... You Not fear. only did you just like defeat like hordes and hordes of like imperial enemies, then when you go to do that forest array thing, um, because that was like the backup way in order to get to the planet, you know, through that nebula or whatever, abyss, whatever you want to call it. Now you have to fight another bunch of waves of enemies that get progressively harder and harder and harder. Yeah. You know, just to unlock that like little forest array thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, that area was was tough too. I'm like, God damn! I'm like, oh, they're just like not letting up. You're talking yeah. about the Imperial outposts, like when there's the Tie Fighters hanging from the hangar. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you're you're getting to the Forest Array. You got to call Z mm-hmm. over, and there's like it's on um um it's on Kobo. Okay. Um, but it's like right near, you know, you go underneath. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then literally about. it's right before the end of the game, right before you go to Tantalor. You and I were playing this. Yeah. I remember yes. what you're talking about. Yeah. And there's a shitload of enemies that show up and you have to fuck some shit up. But anyway. Yeah. But more waves coming at you. But yeah, you're talking about a different one where I'm, that one was equally. I'm talking about the mountain ascent yeah. because you get, to, I think the name of the save point or the meditation point is like Imperial Outpost 21B. This is you headed up to the cloud city, I think. Yeah. yeah and this, yeah, this yeah. one was too, because you're, you're, you're fighting your way there. 
and uh, that's the last part when you activate the forest or, or activate the uh, the beacon or whatever the the, the one I'm is. talking about. I know, yeah, yes. yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's underground, and there's like three rings or whatever that you have to activate. I know, I know what you mean. But on the way up, when you're going up to this thing, right, you get to like a hangar, and at this point, you have the little electro dart thingy that you could shoot to activate switches or whatnot. So you shoot that, and then it creates a, an extension cable comes down you zip line or a zip line comes on you zip line up yep and then you could drop the tie fighter down on yep. top of yep. the uh, the two uh security droids that are there and then you fight your way through a bunch again more waves of stormtroopers guys with flamethrowers guys with the rockets the rockets yeah. guys with the repeating blasters tons yep. of officers and then finally by the third wave like six fucking um Scout troopers show up with batons, and then two of these fucking badass sentry um, droids. Sentry droids yeah. show up that have one of them's got the rocket launcher, then the other one has the um, the heavy blaster. And by that point, if you don't have the uh, telekinesis where you could launch them up in the air, like all it is is crowd control. Like, having, right? Having I don't think I had that at that time. I, um, the first time I went there, I didn't. And yeah, holy. Fuck! It was brutal trying yeah, it's to hard. my way through it's those hard. guys because I had nothing to counter these huge ass robots. That now, now, anytime I see those things, I'm like, "Yeah, motherfucker, let's go!" Like <laughs> I don't hesitate at all. There's even a boss version. That's what I'm saying. Like two boss versions, I think. Yeah, know. the harder, the harder they get. Yeah, I think you find one on Jetta the first time. Uh, um, yeah, like yeah. there's an Imperial, like you open a door and suddenly there's a stormtrooper in one of them like, yeah. nearby and he's like trying to fix it or it's malfunctioning and it ends up killing him. Something like happens. that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, those it was just a blaster one, not a rocket one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So or it just had the uh, uh, the melee. I think it has like an axe and like a staff it has or something. The staff like. or the axe. And then it has the um, the bla- the head, the heavy blaster. Yeah. But um yeah, so um, Bode, yeah, you follow Bode. Yeah. You find a secret way into Tantalor, mm-hmm. a back way in. Um, you know, then the part that you said, they're making their way. There's like a path that they can follow where Grease is basically, you know, piloting the ship mm-hmm. and just like bouncing his way through. The whole ship is like getting ready to fall apart. Cal uses the force. And he's tells like, you're him, gonna go fast now. You're gonna go to light speed now. Yes, exactly. And yeah. He's like, let's ride. He's like, that's right, Cal. Let it ride. And then like he meditates, and then he hears Seer say, "Now, yeah, tears <laughs> falling. Don't don't make me think about it anymore. I know, I'm gonna start crying now. Yep, because it was so it was so fucking powerful, but still, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so awesome. And then you you see her at the end after he's standing in front of the you know funeral pyres like. Uh, so yeah. well, yeah, you're skipping the battle with Bode. Yeah, well, yeah, it's obvious at this point. You yeah, so you battle Bode, badass battle with that Bode. one was probably the second hardest fight. Yeah, it probably went Ravis, Bode, um, you know, then uh, uh, Dagangera. Then no, or well, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Ravis. or do you put like the Raincore or any of those battles? No, the Raincore was pretty easy. Um, and so were some of the beasts. Like, uh, yeah, the, once you got them, once you got them down, they were pretty easy. The, to, the mother, uh, gorilla one, whatever, whatever those, the yeti or whatever. No, not that thing. The wampa. I'm talking about the gorilla style. The oh, style. oh, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
there were two different variants of those. There was the one. That Did you ever encounter the two callbacks? Did you to uh, the first game, which was uh, it was like yes, son, yes. son of uh, son of Ogdo Bogdo, yeah, and, and then, then um, the uh, alpha or the infected. Uh, Whatever, whatever that one other alien. Yeah, it was on Coruscant. Yeah, yeah, that was locked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the meatpacking meat district. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I killed that thing too. Um, yep. He, he went down pretty easily, um, but uh, I think it took me like maybe two tries, and I killed it because I was, you know, rusty for having never fought one of them since the first game. Yep. But, so, um, but talk about the end. And then um, so you, I think after that, talk about your favorite part because we missed your favorite part on Jeddah. Oh, um, well, we have you have the fight with Bode, and yeah, it's a really fucking epic boss battle, which I really don't know what his plan is once he gets to Tantalor. Yeah. He knows that the yeah. Empire can't find him there, but I guess he wasn't counting on um, Cal and Grease and Marin right. finding, finding him there either. So they catch up to them. They have their fucking crazy ass boss battle, which again is another three stage boss battle. Marin helps you for like an eighth of his health, and yeah. then you never see her again. Well, yeah, she like, helps out in like cutscenes. My and favorite stuff. line is "Distract him. I will uh, strike from the shadows." Yes, like, distract him. <laughs> it's more like keep him busy while I uh, go over here and do nothing. She pops. I I think if she notices when you're like getting your ass kicked a bunch, she'll come in and like hit him like once or twice. But then he, yeah, he's he's tough. He's really tough. Yeah, and yeah, second hardest boss in the game. I watched some some battle with him where somebody was doing like a no hit run or something like that. And yeah, you sent that perfect deflections, perfect everything. It wasn't perfect everything. Um, He was dodging uh, a lot of his really strong attacks, and even he has like the, you know, the force death spheres or death blades or yeah. whatever that he launches at you and like stuff where he hits the ground and it just, you know, radiates outward um, from him. Yeah. And, and he like launches stuff at you too, that you got to yeah, like dodge yeah. left or right. But and it, then, it, yeah, it was, no. it was still really good, really tough. And yeah, again, heartbreaking, but Cal is a bad motherfucker. Cause he puts two in the chest of, uh, uh, after, you two know, right behind the ear. <laughs> I took her out back. <laughs> Put two Put right two behind right her ear. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Hilbert. Yeah. You know, but Spotify. I mean, like, I don't know. It's kind of interesting to me because it's like, um, you know, yeah, at the end you see all three being burned. Mm-hmm. Um, Funeral pyre. Yeah, yeah. They give them the. Poor Kata. I really feel bad for her. Exactly. Like, really... you just killed her father, like, right in front of her. But it almost seems like she's old enough to understand, like, he was an evil motherfucker. Uh, I guess. Yeah. And then. um. But now it kind of sets it up for if there's a third game, like maybe she's a character that I, I still think they need to introduce the light and the dark. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're hinting at that from how you can embrace the darkness, right. you know. And so I think the next game will now build upon, hopefully the next game will build upon the moveset even more yeah. um, because, I mean, they went crazy in this game. They went crazy. You literally had two lightsaber stances. Then they went to six. Right. Then they went to all these different uh, move sets for each of those that you can build on. Yeah, all your all your different powers. You got a whole bunch of different powers. They even changed um, the way like your single bladed lightsaber worked. Like 
the the dash strike that you get like you don't get that like if you want you could unlock it pretty early but yeah it's one of the later i think the single bladed lightsaber was the lightsaber i used the least right i was like why even have this one (laughs) why even have this one anymore Eh. i get it i get it but i mean like you could still do cool stuff with it but as soon as you you introduce two lightsabers like detachable like you know to switch between the stances you know it was funny because in the first game the single bladed lightsaber was the one i would always use for the boss battles Mm -hmm. just because it was more you know it had uh it was stronger yeah it was stronger and i liked the moves a lot better you know you wouldn't get caught you know just twirling the lightsaber around and get slashed up you know what i mean it had better iframes or they call it in the uh, video game industry or like (laughs) invincibility frames or just like the you don't get tied up in these long animations like to where you can you know if you're swinging a lightsaber, it's a lot easier to yeah. block. Like, Sekiro was like this, where you could do, like, animation canceling. Like, if you wanted to deflect, you could. But, like, if you thought about deflecting and didn't commit to it all the way, like, you could like you could start a strike and then quickly sh- change that strike into, like, a block or deflect if the enemy was, you know, going to do that. Like, it had mm. the ability to change okay. those animations for you. And I think you could do that here, stand- maybe. I think you could too, but like some animations had such long windups. Like if you say, you know, it's the double bladed lightsaber, you're spinning it around for so long. It's like when you want to get back into a deflect, uh, an attack coming your way, it's like, yeah, how can you do that? But, uh, you know, successfully. And I think the game, you know, you committed to some of these attacks yeah. uh, and you yeah. couldn't animation cancel your way out of yep. them just because you were yep, mashing yep. the deflect button, you know. L1 or left bumper, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what you have to hit on PC. Probably mouse too. Yeah, but Man, um, playing this game with a mouse and keyboard. Like right? I said, I liked um, I liked everything they added into the game. Like mm-hmm. open map, the game was beautiful. Yeah. The game just looked. We'll wrap it up here because we're PS5. running out of yeah. running out of battery life. But you want to give it your lightsaber rating? Five. I mean, I would give it five out of five. Like the little things I had, like. Tweaks to the story could have made it better, um, you know, um, and I know that's an integral part of the game, but slight tweaks to it. You know, overall, I um, I really enjoyed the heck out of it. I enjoyed yeah. everything they added, you know, force powers, even the side quest too, mm-hmm. like the bounty hunter side quest thing I thought was fun. Yeah. Um, but you like that one part on Jetta when you're fighting that huge like drill thing there were yeah so for me this was it was 10 stars um, <laughs> or 10 lightsabers 5 out of 5 I don't know where did you get 10 from I'm hitting both we lightsaber were, buttons we were, at the same <laughs> we time. were going up to 5 and um, you just said 10 yeah no, it was a great game it was a great typically you know mm-hmm. EA fucks stuff up well EA is just the publisher in this case but they do own the studio Respawn Entertainment which uh, those guys are fucking great they did a phenomenal job with the first game they did a phenomenal job with this game incredible incredible EA EA, I'm sure was pissed because they're look. this is EA's like no 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 all games must have multiplayer or be some sort of multiplayer game this game had zero multiplayer it just had a phenomenal story and they took a gameplay and gameplay mechanics from another successful series the you know so you know what's now known as the souls like something that emulates dark souls or in this case Sekiro like in my opinion they took something that they knew was popular and then they said well let's just slap a well not slap but let's make a Star Wars game yeah a character yep and they created this awesome character perfect recipe they tied it into the movies with Saw Gerrera and let's see if they tie it in with Ahsoka or you know 
Are they tie. I guess did it tie into the book of Boba Fett? Not really. You just see Boba Fett. He just pops out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he just pops out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, not out of nowhere, but you have to you, work your you way. You basically, him. yeah. What's her name? Kate. Whoop. Cage. Yeah. Cage. Yeah. It was Cad Bane. You know, got the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You she, kind of said that, and it made me think. I'm like, oh my god. Like, yeah. If you that's, were that's fight who you her, were fighting. Yeah. Um, but again. But maybe they'll bring him in for the next one. Who knows? We'll see. They brought in Boba Fett. Who they knows? In Darth what, Vader. So. Yeah. I can't imagine the licensing cost for some of these. There, or there is there is no licensing cost. They own the license. So why would? It's well, like, they got to get it from Disney. They don't own they it. Are, well, Disney contracted them. They're like, hey, make a video game for us. And then they said, you got it. We'll put these guys on it. Or use whatever did. characters you want. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll wrap it up there. If we feel like we need to talk about this more, we'll bring it up and maybe, who knows, a part two of, uh, of uh, um, the Star Wars replay podcast, special edition. <laughs> um, go ahead and send us an email, starwarsrewatchpodcast at gmail.com. If you subscribe on Spotify, check out the survey. Um as I'm asking, like, hey, how do you want to interact with the show? Do you want us to email us, tweet at us, chat with us on Discord? You know, I have all those set up. Once hey, again, uh, congratulations to our uh, podcast. Oh, yeah. Our, yeah, our, our trio. One uh, last thing I'll podcasting, say. Our podcasting some- host, um, AJ, he, um, him and his wife. Well, his wife had the baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> they had a baby. Yes. Well, she had the baby. But we got some imperial. I've got some imperial technology here, and I believe we've been left a message. I managed to decode the message here. Stupid. Um, Stupid. Why, shut up. Why, why are you doing this? Just let me role play. We've got the message here. I managed to decode what's on it. Let's give it a listen, will you? This is I really bad. This is really bad, by the way. I hear you this, laughing. He played, he played this for me earlier. This message is for the fools at the Star Wars Rewatch Podcast. I received your most recent transmission. Despite what you might think, I am not from Russia. There is no Russia on my homeworld. However, that does not mean that my mother cannot make the best borscht in the entire galaxy. If you disrespect her again, I will crush you. This is so bad. So bad. Anyway, glad that you're an audio engineer now. Uh, whatever. That sounded like General Grievous to me. I don't know how he found us. Russian, but... Russian Grievous or Balkan <laughs> Grievous. Russian Grievous. Um, um, I mean, he just said he wasn't Russia and that there's no Russia yeah. where the Kalish come from. I don't know what yes, their planet yes. is. I'll look it up. Yes, yes. But anyway, thanks for All listening. Right. We are at 12% battery life on the laptop here. Um, and yeah, Mike, good to have you back on the show. You've never gone, but uh, hopefully we'll get to record more episodes and finish up Ahsoka, because that's what's next. For sure. If We All already right. did episode one and two, but I mean, I'm happy to discuss those with you again. There are no rules. We could start from scratch. Or, or we maybe we'll do the whole thing. Three. We'll figure it out in one. Yeah, that's what will be next, unless another Star Wars game comes out next, which there are a few on the horizon. Kind of looking forward to the shows now, because they mentioned that there's going to be an Old Republic show uh, which I didn't know about, but we'll see. But anyway, thanks for listening. Um, Woo! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chewy, get us out of here. Not this. <laughs> Not this. Not oh. this. It's always a good uh, sign hearing. Not this. Yeah. We've asked you to change this 40 times for your own entertainment. You keep playing. It's this how the show ends. Fucking clip. <laughs> I could add it in post, but I just don't. Son of a bitch. Uh.
Um, I suppose I could do that, just have a clip of me going, Chewy, get us out of here, and then just cut it into every episode. I should, yeah, no. Don't do this ever again.